Welcome to the I'll Try Again Tomorrow podcast, where I'm a mom that has way too much on my plate, but wants to talk about the messy, uncomfortable things in life and how I get through them and how I've gotten through them. My name is Haley, and I am so glad that you're here. Hello, and welcome back to the fourth episode of I'll Try Again Tomorrow. I am so glad that you're here. I really hope you had a good week. I have been struggling. Uh, But today's episode is actually about all the times that I have been on the struggle bus. But now that we're down the road, I can laugh about him. (laughs) So today's episode was a poll that I put on my story on Instagram. Basically that said, uh, like, what do you want to hear? And I put some options there and the majority chose embarrassing stories. So we're going to take a break from the heavy this week. And I think I'm, I kind of think I like that format where we do three, you know, life episodes. And then the fourth episode is kind of a break and it's something funny and something lighthearted, um, just to keep the mood up, if you will. So before we get into that, let's do a (sighs) check-in. Okay, so... As you can tell, I am very sick. Um, I'm dealing with some nasal stuff right now. I'm not necessarily like dying, dying. I just have like little to no energy. So it's kind of a struggle. Excuse me. And I have my water with me today. So if I take any random pauses, it's it's because I'm drinking water. Um, But my check-in, I am, I am tired. Like I am exhausted physically, mentally, emotionally, like all of the above, I'm exhausted. Um, I'm very like anxious too. Um, not just about like the not finding another job yet, but just like anxious about, I always get really anxious before I go on big trips. Uh, cause I'm an overthinker and whenever it's just you, it's like, Oh cool. I'll just hop on a plane, pack the night before. Like it's whatever. But whenever it's you packing for your husband and two kids, it's, um, it's a little, it's a little different. <laughs> And I've never traveled with all four of us. I've only ever traveled with Memphis and Dylan. So we will be taking our first trip as a family of four this weekend. And I am very anxious about it because <laughs> we're all getting, we all are getting over this sickness and the boys are at the end of it. Me and Dylan are at the beginning of it. It, it, it is just one of those things that it was bound to hit all of us at some point. So I'm anxious. I'm overwhelmed. I'm tired. All of the above. So that that is your nice little check-in. Um, let me try and... Th- I didn't write anything down because I didn't... I didn't do like a favorite snack or like have a specific moment that was like really good in this last week. Let's see. Um, I mean, something that I find to be a good thing in my life is whenever I check off to-do lists and I completed my to-do list two days in a row. Felt pretty good about that felt pretty darn good about that. Um, so <laughs> if that tells you anything about how my last week has gone, um, now you know. Okay. What you all are really here for. Um, just kidding. Nobody's going to care about anything I say here in a second. Cause these are just like random embarrassing stories that have happened to me over the years. And I'm sure there's a lot more, like a lot more, but these were just the few that I could think of because they have stuck with me for that long. Um, 
so just these are all so random by the way like i just want to make that perfectly clear but i do want these embarrassing embarrassing stories to kind of tie back into my life in a way so the first story um i was probably about seven or eight and i had a friend with me in the car and it was my mom in the front seat my dad in the front seat and uh me and my friend were in the back seat with my brother and uh for those again who don't you know, know my mom my stepdad and my brother are all deaf so me and my friend were the only hearing ones in the car and this is a really short story by the way um but we were we were talking nonstop, blah 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 and then i said something and i was like oh my mom won't know she can't hear us and my mom immediately without hesitation was like "Haley, i heard that and i'm telling you at seven or eight i was like whoa like how did my mom know that straight up like how did my mom know exactly what i said um later down the road i learned that it was because of the rear view mirror that she was literally just checking in on us while she was driving and i just i had no idea okay like i really believe my mom had eyes in the back of her head like she always joked about but that that story ties into like a bigger story (laughs) um so dylan my husband he he is starting to con- <laughs> this is so crazy i don't even want to say this out loud um he is slowly convincing us that my mom is not deaf okay <laughs> and i'm only laughing because of how long this has gone on of course like dylan knew my mom was deaf whatever we first started dating and he's been around her plenty i mean plenty to know like she's she's deaf okay like he knows he knows that she's deaf but she chimes in at such random times in our conversations that it's almost like oh hold on girl how'd you know that <laughs> like did you hear us <laughs> like how did what because we'll, we'll just be talking and it'll just be a random a very random conversation and then once we're at the end of the conversation this has happened a couple times my mom will just turn around and say okay just so randomly like fully turns around so we know she wasn't watching us like she wasn't paying attention to us at all uh and she just says okay and she does this a lot like there are so many occasions where she will randomly yell i heard that and we will specifically be talking about her like between me dylan or my sister like it's (laughs) it's been a long ongoing joke with everybody in our family that my mom is really hearing um but anyways so that that was always one of my most embarrassing stories as a kid because my friend thought i was lying about my mom being deaf for a really long time it it happens it happens um so the next story is also deaf related and this one kind of needs a backstory so (laughs) gosh so the deaf world um is very uh, let me just put it this way like if you're a deaf person and you see another deaf person out in public like nine times out of ten deaf people avoid each other um and so there's there's been plenty of times where like i've been in the store with my mom and she'll see a deaf person she doesn't want to talk to and she'll literally like slap my hands if i'm trying to sign to her and be like "Haley, stop talking like we're not talking to other people and i'm sure other coda kids that listen to this um sorry coda is child of deaf adult so we there's a whole band of us codas i'm sure a lot of them would relate to this too and this story that i'm about to tell so many of them related to it and that's how i know it's just kind of <laughs> it happens so often 
so you have that side of it where you want to avoid the deaf people and you don't sign and like you're threatened if you even put up a finger um but then there's the other side of it where (laughs) whenever people think you're deaf like they just say whatever and it's so fun to just like randomly be like ha ha I heard everything you said you know (laughs) sometimes when me and my mom are out at dinner and neither of us feel like talking or like talking to our waitress if they're being rude like we will both just point at our menus to order and this is so horrible I know I'm I'm fully aware of how horrible this is um and we will just sign back and forth and I'll be like oh I I can't hear and this kind of like I don't know like invites the waitress to say like whatever the hell she wants to say you know or waiter whatever Um, and we've done this on occasion, or if I just don't feel like talking to people in general, I will act like I'm deaf and start signing to them. And yes, I know it's a sin. I'm going to go to hell for it. But I, at this point, like it is what it is. Um, so with that being said, (laughs) there was one summer, um, that Dylan worked at a snow cone stand and it was just like summer part-time stuff where I don't think he had a job at the time. Like it was at the beginning of COVID maybe. Yeah, because he lost his job in, like, March, and the snow cone stand opened by, like, May. And I was pregnant at the time, um, so I did not participate (laughs) working at a snow cone stand. I continued to just work in office with very limited contact with other patients, people in general. Anyways, so Dylan was working at the snow cone stand, and I would go and pick him up, but I would go and just sit, I would just sit in the parking lot and wait in our car. Well, our car at the time was a 1990 Honda and um she was she was a beat up girl um windows did not roll all the way up she had the seatbelts um she had the seatbelt clicks that they started at the rear view mirror then whenever you started the car they like went all the way up to the top and that's how you buckled yourself in like that's how old school this car was um so like there were just a lot of things about it that didn't work the radio also did not work which is key to this story so i'm sitting there waiting for dylan and i'm literally just playing music on my phone while i scroll on the internet because he it was like five minutes i'm not just like a random person who sits in their car and listens to music like that whenever i'm waiting on someone other than like a radio playing but i was just too quiet so i had my phone playing music and i was just scrolling on the internet and a guy like rolls up on his bike just as fast as he can I, I feel like and he's one of those people he's got a little you know he's got a paper in his hand you can tell he's about to hand me something um religious and I decide today is one of those days where I have to act like I'm deaf I just I have to <laughs> I cannot <laughs> this is like this is like May of COVID so it's still like you're so isolated newly isolated at this point and you're like wow this isn't so bad um let's let's stay isolated so those guys pulling up to my 1990 honda windows don't roll up i've got music playing on my phone and i'm just scrolling i'm not singing along or anything so like he had no indication i was hearing so i start signing to him and i do the you know the typical oh sorry i'm deaf i i can't hear you and then you do the (laughs) i just signed that whole thing um and then you do like the you point at your ears and you like shake your head you know no um really to sell the story that you're deaf and um this man (laughs) shocked the hell out of me when he turned back to me and he said oh me too in sign language this man said oh me too in sign language how are you doing 
And the deaf community is small, especially in Del City. So if I'm like in Del City, of course, he's going to be like, oh, well, who's your mom? Who's your dad? Like he, he's going to want to know my deaf people. But I was like, oh my gosh, this has never backfired on me before. And I wanted to crawl under a rock and simply pass away. Um, but I could not do that. And then he finally was like, I know you're not deaf. And I was like, what? (laughs) I was like, excuse me. Uh, and it was a whole thing, but the phone playing music kind of, kind of, kind of gave it away. Like I could have been hard of hearing and eh, not really. I was trying really hard to sell a story and it could not be sold. So that is the day I learned that I can't always pretend that I'm deaf because it, it will sometimes backfire on me um simple as that so just to take a little break in the weird embarrassing stories um a quote it's time for our quotes so a quote well first of all i have not been like on social media for the last week so i really didn't find a quote or like none of them stuck out to me or slapped me in the face but what i did do this last week was listen to a lot of music listening to taylor swift's catalog um and so today is a quote from miss taylor allison swift and it is even in my worst times you could see the best in me and it's from like a very not super popular song from reputation i personally love it just because it is a it's an amazing lyric song she's an amazing lyricist is that the right way to say a lyricist i don't know but it is today um her her lyrics are just a lot of them hit home like there's a song if anybody doesn't think miss swifty has like depth to her um this is me trying from her folklore album is phenomenal that is one of my favorite songs happiness from evermore also a very sad swifty song and i will quit advertising her because not everybody's a swifty and i get that i've been a fan since teardrops what's up girl i've loved her since she released a super rare walmart cd edition don't know how i heard it don't know how i had it but then i was crushed because i could never find the freaking songs anywhere on the planet ever again so now i'm just crossing my fingers that she shares them in her re-releases her re-records of her old albums and puts it as a vault record because (laughs) it'd be a crime for her not to moving on I'll, i'll i'll shut up now um i could even do a whole taylor swift episode just to be clear i could totally talk about taylor swift for an episode i won't do that but i could anyways that is one of my favorite quotes that even in my worst times you could see the best in me because um it's kind of true with dylan he he really can he he's the positive one between us um he is the one that typically finds the bright side and i like I'm typically a negative person, but he is the one that really pulls it all together. And he's like, we'll make it work. Don't know how it always works out. Don't know what kind of magic dust he sprinkles on everything, but everything always works out. And even if it didn't, I would still, I would still believe it just because Dylan said it. And he really does see the best in me in general. And nine times out of 10, anytime I'm thinking about quitting anything or, not going any further with my businesses he's just like but you can do it like why are you so stressed out about something that hasn't even happened like you can do this and i'm like yo you're right so that is one of my favorite quotes that goes out to dylan i don't even know if he'll be listening to this because i'm gonna be with him all weekend and i don't want to hear myself in the car (laughs) even though i do listen 
to every podcast in the car to make sure it sounds okay in the car and for headphone users. Just a fun fact for you. Anyways, moving on. Oh my gosh, now I have Taylor Swift stuck in my head. Like that exact line. Shoot. I will just have to listen to the song after I'm done recording this, which, by the way, while we're still kind of, before we go to the next couple of embarrassing stories, um, I literally, <laughs> I normally record these podcasts at night and I try and do it a couple days in advance in case I'm like, oh crap, no, I don't want to post that. Like, that's just like not 100%. Um, but then it almost always like comes down to me recording it on Sunday or Monday night. Um, but it didn't dawn on me until today, Tuesday, um, that I had not recorded an episode because our kids have not been sleeping through the night. Cause you know, when kids are sick, they wake up at every little inconvenience cause they can't breathe because they have to cough or they scare themselves because of their cough. Like, you know, X, Y, Z. So Ben, Ben is normally the one I stay up with. Um, I keep him out in the living room because Memphis is very easily distracted. So I just try and take away all distractions pretty much. So Dylan takes Memphis to bed and I'm out here with Ben and um Ben is normally passed out for like hours like doesn't wake up for anything and the last couple of nights he's literally woken up at the way our bed spring creaks like literally everything so the fact that I'm recording this right now and he's not awake is blowing my mind and I'm counting my lucky stars honestly but anyways moving on with embarrassing stories okay so this one this one also happened in 2020. 2020 was quite the year for us. Um, <laughs> I don't even want to tell this story, but I guess that's the point. It's embarrassing. So let me paint the picture. Let me set the scene. I am eight months pregnant. I am taking so many medications. I feel like I'm losing my mind. I'm on, you know, like an iron supplement. I'm on a prenatal. I'm on uh, I had another one that I had to take because I had low something. It's like iron, but something else. And then I had to take another, you know, medication towards the end. And then I was sick. And so I was trying to take like, you know, vitamin C because it's safer once you're in the third trimester. It, you know, I was just taking so many medications and <laughs> this is about to be super TMI. So if you're not a mom um, and you don't want to hear a poop story, this is the part where you need to fast forward. <laughs> um so sorry for this sorry anyways um long story short whenever you're on iron supplements and you're not also taking a stool softener like your poop just comes out as a log essentially mind you I don't have a gallbladder so I typically don't have that problem um and I just don't really eat dairy because it's just it doesn't agree with my stomach I don't think I'm quite lactose um, but I mean, that could be on the list of things I'm just not diagnosed with. I mean, whatever. Um, so everything that I normally had issues with in normal life, I didn't have in my pregnancy. So like I could drink a bowl of cereal milk and be just fine. Like I wouldn't have to run for the bathroom like normal. Like I could wait a couple hours and, you know, poop like normal. Now at this point, <laughs> I'm seven or eight months pregnant. I'm literally so miserable on so many medications and iron being one of them stops you up. And so I hadn't pooped for like two or three days, which is not normal at all for me. Like I am a daily pooper, swear by it. 
Um, but I, I hadn't pooped. And so I was super nervous. And so I called my doctor and she was just like, oh, you just kind of have to wait for it to come. You, you know, you can drink like prune juice, apple juice. Just be careful with certain things, blah, blah, blah. You know, like just kind of giving me the lay of the land. And I was like, all right. So I start chugging apple juice because I don't want to go to the hospital for any reason. Like I'm not a hospital girly. I don't, I w- I cried about knowing that I'd have to stay at least 24 hours in the hospital whenever I had Memphis, like literally sobbed every single day for a month. Like it was horrible anyways. So I'm trying everything at home to try and like make this stool pass out of me. Cause my stomach's hurting. I'm getting cramps. Like I know I need to poop. And finally it happens at like 6am on a Saturday. And at this point, Dylan had been living with me for quite some time. Maybe not that long. Um, He maybe had been living with me for like two or three months at this point, maybe even a month. Um, But me and him stayed in my room and my mom had a bathroom in her master bathroom or in her bedroom. And so I would use her bathroom because the the guest one was for uh, my mom's other roommate. And it just, I, it wasn't my favorite bathroom. It wasn't close enough for me. So anyways, I went into my mom's master bathroom and I used it and I finally pooped. It happened. But it, it, like I said earlier, it was a log. All right. A freaking log and didn't hurt. I just want to put that out there. Uh, cause if you're still here, you, you're not sensitive to poop talk. Um, it didn't hurt at all. It was fine, but I went to flush it and you can see where this is going. I went to flush it and I was like, all right, cool. Stood up. And by the time I stood up, water was on my feet. Not, oh, you just took a piss water and it's diluted. No, there is turd water floating on everything. It's flooded that quick. And so here I am just waddling through the apartment. <laughs> and I'm like, Dylan, Dylan, oh my God. And he, of course, is thinking like I went into labor or something and like my water broke. And I'm like, Dylan, you have to help me. And he's legit so concerned. And I had to be like, my my turd is floating. I don't know where the plunger's at. And I'm, I'm like hysterical. I'm sobbing at the top of my lungs being like, I can't find the plunger. I don't know how to fix this. What do I do? And of course, Dylan, it's 6am. And so Dylan is like, are you kidding me? You freaked me out for a floating turd. And I was like, yeah, like mind you at this point, I don't even think I had farted in the same room as Dylan. So I was mortified that this dude that I was about to have his baby. Okay. Like I'm impregnated with his kid at this point. And my turd is just floating around in the toilet and there's turd water all over the floor. Like I am in tears, so embarrassed. And then my mom wakes up, of course, because all the commotion and it's Saturday morning. She normally wakes up by eight anyways. So she legit comes in there and she can't stop laughing. Like she's cracking up. She's not worried that I flooded her bathroom. Like she's perfectly fine. And I now make sure there's a plunger in both bathrooms because never again because on a on a also poop related story i don't know that it was poop but like flooding toilet story uh we had just moved into our first apartment together and we had maybe only been there like a month so we definitely did not have a plunger at this point and uh dylan's sister was over i don't think she'll ever listen to this but if she does sorry sarah but she came into the bathroom and she used it she said she flushed just fine. And then, um, you know, 10 seconds later, it, our bathroom was flooding, over flooding, and we didn't have a plunger. So we had to run to Dollar General. But oh, 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 vital p- 
part to that story, it was Thanksgiving. So almost nothing was open and we had to settle for like a $25 plunger brush set kit from like Dollar General. It was, it was crazy outpriced and just one of those things where we had no choice. Mm. I mean, I guess we did, but so yeah, I'm not a fan of overflowing toilets and that is the story of how pregnant me convinced my husband I was going into labor because of how frantic I was that's a fun one that's a super fun one <laughs> hate that story so this last story is a special story to me because I <laughs> every time I tell it uh which I've only told it like two or three times at this point. It it is a oh oh what's that movie Inside Out? Where where a core memory. It's a core memory for me and my mother-in-law. And if she is listening to this or if any of her friends are, this is <laughs> this is I feel like this is a story that I finally like felt connected to my mother-in-law cuz I like we weren't married at this point me and dylan weren't but it, it our relationship wasn't like it neither of us have the personalities we're like oh my gosh we're best friends now like we both had to work towards a relationship and that's perfectly fine and, and not and it's not perfect with every daughter and mother-in-law but I, this is one of like my core memories with her <laughs> and i hope she doesn't remember it but if she's listening she's definitely gonna remember so i just want to apologize again before i tell the story because i still feel really really bad about it anyways so the state fair is in town and me and dylan go with i think it was i don't remember if it was just me him and tyler oh my gosh the chair i've been sitting in is soaked my bum is so okay i'm gonna finish this story this is the last story by the way because my son spilled tea earlier and i didn't know it with my chair okay we're fine anyways so we're at the state fair it's just me and dylan and we had a darn good time i really can't remember we went to the fair so many times in 2018 and it like it, it was just one of those things so we went to the fair had a turkey leg from an overpriced greek station and it was just not a good turkey leg i had only had like one tall boy and it was like a strawberry okay like it wasn't even like hard alcohol it was one strawberry and i didn't even finish it okay like this this had to have been food poisoning and that is all i'm chalking it up to so i go to bed that night and i'm feeling horrible the next day <laughs> the next day we have so many plans it is number one it's dylan's birthday and this would have been the first birthday i would have spent with him no this was the second birthday i would have spent with him this was 2019 so i've we've already been dating for a little over a year almost two years at this point so anyways we go to the fair eat a wing eat a wing eat a turkey leg i have like three-fourths of a can of a strawberry to go to bed that night and i wake up at 3 a.m violently vomiting all over the place like i'm ooh, excuse me i'm throwing up every five seconds dylan is in bed with me and he's just like he comes to visit he's in bed with me and i'm like please just hold my stomach like that is the only thing that's gonna make me feel better because we had plans that day like we were supposed to go out and so i'm just like i'm losing it 
and then I go over to his house because I'm like you know what mind over matter I'm not going to throw up anymore and I finally get to his house and I'm laying in, in his bed in his room while he's out with his buddies in the living room and I'm like still feeling violently ill like I'm throwing up into plastic bags on the side of his bed like it is the most unattractive thing and he still proposed four months later so so ladies you never know you never know so anyways it's horrible day i'm feeling horrible so we were supposed to go to his grandparents for his birthday dinner and then go to a soccer game right after or like vice versa so like his sister's college soccer game and then go to the grandparents house for dinner for his birthday and i hadn't been to very many dinners at this point because i was only dating dylan and in the beginning like i mean it wasn't always like this like it's just kind of the girlfriends and boyfriends weren't invited to like really important things like um they have a grandparents day dinner that they do on valentine's day for their grandparents and i don't think i was invited to that until we were married um maybe the same with thanksgiving because i would always spend thanksgiving and christmas with my dad and it's not that i like wasn't invited but it was like there were certain things that were family only and i was just like you know what cool that's fine like i respect it and you know move on so at this point i hadn't been to very many dinners in general (laughs) so the fact that i was like missing my first dinner i was like no absolutely not so i'm like mind over matter i am not gonna throw up for the rest of the day like i am adamant i am so confident that i'm not gonna throw up and so i'm like dylan let's go let's go and so we carpool with his parents because dylan was driving uh his tahoe at the time freaking gas guzzler and we hop in his parents car i'm in the middle seats with dylan where because they had um the front seats in the minivan and then they had two middle seats in the middle excuse me and then they had like one row in the back so it's like me samuel sophia sarah dylan and his parents in the front so it is a full car sarah gives her present to dylan in the car while we're on the way to we're like yeah we're on our way to el rito for anna's soccer game at this point and uh, so i'm I'm like holding in my vomit so hard. Like I'm breathing so heavily. I look like a ghost. I feel so bad. Okay. (laughs) I feel horrible. I, I just, I'm telling you, I don't know how I mustered up the courage to get dressed and get in that car and then get in another car. I have no idea to this day. So I'm sitting there breathing so heavily. Sarah gives her gift to Dylan. It's a discounted pair of shoes that she found at Target that Dylan loved. He wore them all the time after that. Um, mind you, they had just cleaned out their minivan. Like had just like spot cleaned this bad boy. Like vacuumed, got all the trash out. Like they didn't even have a pack of tissues in there. That's how much they cleaned out their car. Like it was clean, clean. And so... I I feel it coming. I feel it coming up and I'm just breathing so heavy and we're like on a massive highway. I just got really lucky that we were like by so many exits, but I just start breathing real heavy and then it's I like look at Dylan and I'm like mouthing everything cuz I don't want his mom to know. I don't want his dad to know. I'm trying so hard not to embarrass myself and just hold it together until we get to a house and I can throw up in a toilet or get to the soccer game and I can throw up there. And sure enough, I I look at him and I mouth. I was like, I'm about to throw up. 
and I didn't say it out loud. Dylan goes, hey, do we have like a trash bag in the car or anything that Haley can like, you know, puke into? And I start crying and I'm like, no, no, Dylan, you weren't supposed to say like, and I'm, I'm losing it. (laughs) And you have Dylan's siblings in the backseat and they're all just kind of like, um, I can't handle that sound. (laughs) Like I can't handle the sound of puke. I think it was Sophia that said it, that she can't handle the sound of hearing people puke. And I was like, okay, (laughs) like I'll try not to be too noisy. And all we had was this shoe box that Dylan got like these shoes in. Obviously it was like a discounted box. So it was like super beat up and it had holes all in it, which we didn't know whenever he handed it to me but I literally said Sophia cover your ears and I start puking violently into this box before we can make it to a Taco Bell because they were going to pull off and I was going to go throw up in a Taco Bell didn't even didn't even make it out of the car and I just start vomiting into this box and we thought it was fine we were like okay the situation's contained I personally have thrown up into a shoe box before because of a previous road trip where I got car sick as a kid and ate chocolate and just violently threw up from the chocolate and being and car sick so like I knew it would be fine because I threw up into a box solid plan <sighs> but because the box was so old and beat up and worn out and just bad overall um (laughs) it starts leaking everywhere all over me all over dylan all over this clean carpet and i'm just like i'm hysterical i'm crying because i feel awful i have now thrown up in front of my potential mother-in-law um i've made a mess of myself in front of his siblings they all probably think i'm hungover and drunk whenever really i had food poisoning i'm betting it still to this day that it was that turkey leg um And I will never forget my mother-in-law looking back at me and being like, what are you crying for? You're not the first person to throw up in this car and you won't be the last. (laughs) Like, I was so sure she would be like, oh my gosh, how dare you throw up in my car? Like, I was just so nervous. I was just thinking the worst possible thing. And she legit was just like, why are you crying? Like, you're not the first, you won't be the last. And she started laughing. And then Sarah started telling us the time she threw up. And then Samuel told the time he threw up. And at the time I did not feel very good about it and I was just kind of like sitting there like chuckling like (laughs) yeah right (laughs) you know like my whimpered poor injured puppy voice I'm just like trying to join in conversation but I'm not (laughs) I'm not feeling it and so it's I, I to this day still feel horrible about that because they had to drive all the way back to Del City to drop me off at home because I'm like covered in puke there's nothing I can do about it and they missed Anna's soccer game I think maybe they saw the second half of it because it was college so it was a little bit longer and then they went to dinner all was well all was fine with them all was not fine with me um I still feel horrible about in my head I feel like I ruined Dylan's birthday but obviously like it's just another story for him to tell of like hey you remember that time (laughs) you know like one of those things so that was the time I threw up in Dylan's parents car on his birthday on the way with all of his siblings in the car minus two and um yeah I I that is a core memory for me and my mother-in-law and I hope she listens to this story and she goes oh yeah um because man I just I've never 
I never knew like where we stood relationship wise until then because I really hadn't gotten to know her or hang around her that much at the time like I was I knew all of our kids but had never met Dylan had never really gotten to know her and so I was like great great she's never gonna forget this about me she's never gonna let me live this down nice enough she has never really she's never mentioned this story so once again if you're listening Christy thank you for never mentioning that um ever because I still think about that day and I still die a little bit inside from embarrassment but your reaction ultimately saved me in the end and it was a very very kind thing for you to do to make me not feel disgusting and gross for throwing up in your car that day so thank you absolutely thank you for that so like we're almost done this is almost over but every single time I record a podcast I'm like ah there's no way this is gonna be more than like 20 minutes like I'm gonna have to stretch it and uh we're clearly over the 30 minute mark I haven't you know compilated all of this to see how much it is or edited or anything but um that's absolutely wild to me uh but if you've made it this far as always I appreciate you so 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 much and I hope you know that I feel so down about this podcast about 70% of the time, but whenever I get a message from anybody that listens saying it made their week better or they just enjoyed the last episode or they really, you know, they really listened to it and it mattered to them, it makes the difference for me. Um, It really does. And I am just so appreciative that you took time out of your busy schedule, out of your busy lives to just listen to me ramble for 30 plus minutes every single week. Thank you. I don't I don't know why you're still here, but I'm glad that you are. Um make sure you follow us on Instagram, on Anchor and on Spotify so you can be alerted when we post our next episode. We it's just me. So you can be alerted when I post the next episode. I'm sticking with 3:30s on Wednesday, 3:30 p.m. on Wednesdays. That has just worked out best for me for you guys. It's you guys can listen to it on the weekend, whatever. Um, make sure you follow us on Instagram at I-T-A-T period podcast. I totally butchered the name last week. So sorry for that. Um, but make sure you reach out to me and let me know what you want to hear next. And it just might become the topic of the next week. <laughs> I have quite a few, but I just love kind of speaking to what you guys want to hear. So anyways, until you hear me speak next week, have a good weekend. And I will see you at 3.30 Wednesday sharp.